0: How, how does it
1: sound to you? It, you, it sounds great. Oh, wait, so you're. I'm very impressed, guys. <laughs> what? Really? <laughs> really into
0: this.
2: Everybody, to the Bull and the Badger podcast where Asian American culture and mental health intersect.
0: Wait, can we just pause and say how awesome that was? <laughs> that was like, wonderful. yeah, okay, because like seriously, I have screwed up almost every intro <laughs> and, every time, and that was like done flawlessly. So,
2: well, kudos. now we can just sub it in for every time. Yes, oh. please.
0: Oh gosh, this is not introduce ourselves every time (laughs) let's just have something canned
2: (laughs) seriously it's just
0: anyway go on Well,
2: we're starting our third season and our guests are just so amazing and we we that's one thing i love about this podcast we just get to meet so many cool people
0: that's the only reason we're doing this podcast right it's just like let's meet people (laughs)
2: like i got to meet you know jenny through this podcast i got to meet uh christina well sort of through Mm -hmm. more documentary Mm -hmm. Um, but so today's topic, we are calling mom. Yeah. So take that as you will. Take that as you will. So what, what's your, your mom story, Vanessa? Well, it's
0: more when she was a kid. And I mean, like I was thinking about it cause we were talking to joy. Um, but basically when she was growing up in Chinatown, LA Chinatown, she, um, <clears throat> she a lot of time got mistaken for, um, an interracial kid. And back then, Your mom does look... Well, everybody now says she looks Latina, which is, like, (laughs) not, like... They're always, like, oh, oh, okay, okay, this is another funny story. So, let me, literally, first story is that um, when she was, like, running around the streets of Chinatown, they would always, like, in Chinese, ask, like, uh, my uh, grandma, grandpa, you know, like, her parents, like... You know, like, is your child mixed? And my grandpa's like, what are you implying? Because <laughs> like, it wouldn't have to be like that she was like a bastard child. <laughs> so i like, white woman or white man, right? And then um, my great grandma, who I never got to meet, but she would say in Chinese, like, are your eyeballs in the back of your pocket, like in, in your back pocket of your jeans? It's like mean? some kind of weird expression. Um, that means like, you must be blind.
2: Oh, okay. yeah.
0: Like Kenties have really like colorful phrases for like, are you stupid? Oh, basically,
2: <laughs> basically a billion phrases for, are you dumb? Uh,
0: yeah, Like <laughs> however slangy you can get it. It's like, it's great. But the other story is that like, um, I was riding up the elevator with my mom and, um, Chris from my documentary who, um, like I'm really good friends with. And he, he thought my mom was my roommate's mom. Cause my roommate is Latina. <laughs> He was like, "Oh, I wonder why Vanessa's running up with Marcy's mom." Just like,
2: I just don't know. Like, I just I get it, but I don't get it. I mean, like, people have said I looked mixed, but I. You know. I thought when I first met you, we often recount how we met each other in various ways, me. but I thought that you were mixed when I first met you. Do you, do you still think that? <laughs> well, also because you were in a soccer uniform. <laughs> <laughs> like, so was I mixed with like Brazilian.
0: Yeah,
2: like, I was like Exactly. I was thinking, like in a soccer uniform. Or maybe just Adidas shorts. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I wore a lot of Adidas shorts. Yeah, <laughs> that was a thing.
0: <laughs> well, now I'm embarrassed. Okay, what's your, what's your fun fact about
2: your mom? Um, I don't really gosh. I'm gonna be driving home today and like kicking myself because I'll think of all these things I could say about my mom. Do you want us to edit them in? <laughs> yeah. Like record them on your
0: phone.
2: <laughs> I'll just leave you ten voicemails. <laughs> <laughs> and this one. And don't forget this one. Perfect. Um let's see about my mom. I don't know. She she's a really upbeat person. Um, she's awesome. She's yeah, she works real hard. She's a fantastic cook. And um, I was thinking, this is the thing I was thinking about moms, is that sometimes I feel like moms are always like the last one considered in a family and kind of the last one thought of, or maybe that's just my family, but like, I I
0: think that's true. Like,
2: I remember my parents sending me on a trip to like Washington DC, you know, the Washington trip when you're like in middle school. Right. right. And so I did that actually twice. And I remember both times, you know, you buy souvenirs for your family and stuff. I, I just kind of waited till the last minute to buy my mom something. And I just bought her like a bag of coffee beans at like the airport you know and so like i came home and i was giving everyone and then and then the second time i went i just bought her this like oversized t-shirt cuz i couldn't find another one you mm. know and i just remember like i could see my mom being a little bit disappointed mm. and i'm pretty sure that she funded that entire those trips for me like completely by herself you know but that's just moms you know like they yeah. just kind of do everything and then get no credit at that at the end of the day because that's just what mom's doing that's what you expect of them you know Mm. and so (laughs) I think about that and I'm like that really sucks but but still even through that she doesn't have any bitterness about it Mm. you know like she's just like just keeps on going and always always encouraging me and supporting me and Mm. stuff like that and you know that's, I don't know. That's you know, not a funny story.
0: No, that was really heartwarming. <laughs> <laughs> it made me sad. And, and so now I
2: try to think of better gifts. Although I think it's like a practice thing. Like I've just all my life given my mom shitty gifts, and like I just cannot help like give my mom crappy gifts. But we we
0: are also guilty of that. Really? My, my siblings. Like sometimes we're like, oh, we totally know she needs this. Yeah. But then it's like it's something lame. Like. Cause she doesn't have time to like go shop for herself. So yeah. like go get her a shirt. Yeah. Gosh. Well naughty. now
2: like, you know, now my, my sisters and I were in our thirties and like we've zeroed in on like three things that we give mm. my mom, um, gift cards to Nordstrom's Ooh. purses, okay. like nice purses and, uh, gift certificates or cards for like massages. Those are three things that she really likes. Although I also sometimes take her to the casino. Oh, she really likes Which one? that. Rongo she likes the good. A couple, couple of them. Yeah. <laughs> Sam yeah. Manuel. She's not, she's not too picky. <laughs> I get it.
0: That's chill. Yeah, sometimes they just want to spend time with you.
2: Yeah. But then like, I will like, I'll one. drive her there and then I get real bored cause I have no interest in gambling or slots or anything. So I like go down to the like sports bar and, and you get like really or go like... on my phone until it dies. And then I just sit there. <laughs> oh, and then I did that. And then like, you know, my phone wouldn't work and I couldn't find my mom and the casinos are so crowded and so loud. And even if I did call her, she wouldn't hear it. Cause all the sounds yep, yep. are like ringtones, you did know, you have, like a
0: supermarket. And so like, homemade.
2: I did, I did have a supermarket. <laughs> moment like after 15 minutes of like circling this place like 10 times I started kind of getting a little you know teary-eyed not being not knowing where my mommy was
0: how did you find her how does this story end She eventually came up to me. <laughs> <laughs> she found you. Can we make it really dramatic, though? Like, you guys ran up to each other, and there was music playing. <laughs> like, it was, it was a like,
2: romantic comedy. No, it was Mariah
0: Carey's hero. <laughs> oh, okay. <Yeah. laughs> or Enrique Dessius. I
1: know
0: That's, like, one of my favorite go-to karaoke yeah. songs. Unbeknownst, but now knowns.
2: How <laughs> so many. Um,
0: <clears throat> would you dance? <laughs> If I
2: have to do dance. Oh, my mom also likes to, um, oh, man, my mom and my sisters are so, like, they pull the race card real fast when they feel like they're being um, mistreated, Mm. you know? That's always a real pleasure to be around when that happens. Whether or not it's true, I don't know, you know? But I remember my mom yelling at the, like, teenager at McDonald's because our fries were too short, you know? And then, actually, recently, I never told you this. You know, they weren't long fries. They were like this big, like the ends. (laughs)
0: Oh, he like scraped up all the ends and put them in a box for you. Yeah. Let's kill that guy.
2: Well, recently, like a month or two ago, maybe like two or three months ago, we went to Full House, you know, the dim sum place, um, which we've been going to forever. And so we went there as middle of the week. And this is the
0: Chinatown one or? No, the one in Arcadia
2: on Baldwin next to 99 Nine ranch we're calling him out right now <laughs> this is real so it was like the middle it wasn't the saturday or a sunday so it wasn't like super packed like it usually is but um, the you know how it looks like right the main mm-hmm. room mm-hmm. and then they have like that extra room if if there's mm-hmm. too many people right and so the main room was probably like 60% full and then so the lady comes in and then like oh you know three me my sister and mom and she walks us to the back To the right in the extra room where no one is seated, Mm -hmm. the lights are still off, and then like seats is there. And so then I was like, oh God, (laughs) I could feel it coming, you know? Like I knew what was gonna happen. And then we ordered one, you know, thing off the cart. And then My mom stands up and she walks to the lady who seated us, the hostess, and then starts yelling at her at like the top of her lungs and saying, why did you see this in that room? Are you being racist against us? Let me speak to your manager. And then some guy goes, comes up and goes, I'm the manager, which I didn't think he was. I think he was just going to stand there, you know, while my mom was like yelling. And and then we left and didn't pay or anything like that. Oh, wow! But my mom, she's like four ten, if that size, like four and a half feet but she will yell pure and get her way.
0: Fortune of pure power.
2: Yeah. <laughs> pure Filipina power. Exactly. Like, don't,
0: don't mess with April's mom. For real.
2: But yeah, she is not a... F- she's a force to be reckoned with. She's real scary. Yeah. <laughs> well, my mom is, my mom is a lot of things, and my mom is everything.
0: I like... Th- Wait, what? <laughs> Say that again?
2: I said my mom is a lot of things, and my mom is everything. Whoa. Are we to just Can we have silence for that As you rub my dog's butt Yeah It's his haunch I would like
0: to point <laughs> out It's his haunch This is the haunch area <laughs> This is his booty
2: Okay He's making my lap pot, <laughs> but it's fine. Is that enough mom stories? I hope that was good.
0: Yeah, I, I love that you started going, I don't really have, I don't know, guys. And then it was like, well, la, 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 la. well I just had to
2: talk long enough because I know if I don't say something good, I'm going to regret it afterward. You,
0: I think your mom would be like, she'd forgive you. Not that she's going to listen to this podcast, but <laughs> you know, she'd be like, it's cool, April. I know.
2: <laughs> right? I feel yeah. like sometimes it's like, I know. Yeah. But sometimes they like to hear it. My mom is like a she's like the way that you know like if I do something that like is whatever just anything and then like you would be like that's great you know and I'm like oh whatever but then if of course one of my parents say it I'm like really oh Oh, thanks you know you feel like that little kid who just was validated
0: Well, thank you for sharing your mom stuff. I'm sure throughout this podcast, there will be stories exchanged, but I'd love to bring our guest into the conversation. Uh, Atsuko. Thank you for waiting so patiently over there. Um, I'm going to do this thing where I make the mic closer to your face. Oh, yeah. Of course. Hi. Hi there. (coughs) Um, So Atsuko, I met through Jenny Yang, and they co-produced Disoriented Comedy, um, but She has so many more things. Um, Excuse me. I, I, I started to list them and then I realized it's a long list. And I'd prefer for you to list them, so I don't screw it up. No, I feel silly listing my own uh, things.
1: <laughs> let's like make up
0: things in for you. I, I'm all about making up things today. I just unicorn you know, hunter, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nurse extraordinaire, good cook, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, uh, Indiana Jones adventurer. Um, but you know, she's a comedian. She's an actress. She's a filmmaker. Um, she does documentary Woo! You gotta like You know Give a shout out To all documentary filmmakers Who are telling Their own stories Because it hurts so bad yeah. Yet so good And um <clears throat> I think uh Are you Do you consider yourself A writer Like what what what, what other things Can we tag to there
1: I think Well I guess all of All of it Dinosaur know, wrangler Dinosaur wrangler mm-hmm. Um <laughs> I mean all of it you know even that like requires writing so I guess yes you know (laughs) writer (laughs) you know when you're making a film or when you're doing stand-up when you're performing
0: it starts with writing things down right so what do you do you have like a primary like like say you had to put something on a business card what would you put down
1: I guess comedian yeah you like that as a
0: general overall category for yourself
1: yeah, I used to say performer, so it seemed more general. But I love it so much, you know. Yeah. And, uh,
0: it's been my focus for, primary focus for a while. Well, how long were you doing it when you first met Jenny? Because I heard you guys found each other online. She's like, I found another weirdo. That's what she <laughs> said. When she said she was talking <laughs> like,
1: about... We, we met in a class, actually. Oh. Yeah, we met in a stand-up class. Oh, that's right.
0: Yeah. Okay, I messed that up. It's okay. It origin was story wrong. I found the class on, online. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> was it some kind of a comedy class in uh in LA? Yeah, it was a yeah, it was a stand-up class uh for all
1: females. Nice. And um for me, it was just I wanted I was curious, so I was like, well, I'll just take a class instead of delving into it wholeheartedly cuz I didn't even know if it could be a career or you know
0: yeah
1: uh so we started stand-up around the same time me and jenny
0: or at the same time yeah and then did would what was what was the kind of progression from there from there you know uh was disoriented comedy something that was a direct product like after the class or was it like years later
1: it was like three years later. Okay. We had both done stand-up separately on our own, you know. We kept doing shows on our own. We kept writing jokes on our own. You know, we we grew uh, as comedians. And then, you know, she talked to our third co-founder, Yola Lu, who's oh, in Seattle, yeah. uh, about, you know, trying to do an all-Asian female stand-up group mm-hmm. or show of some kind. Mm-hmm. The first ever and then so she contacted me and, and then that's how we were like, okay, let's launch the show. Let's launch it as a show. And then slowly it turned into a tour and slowly it turned into a comedy festival Great, comedy, comedy Comedy, comedy festival, a comedy festival
0: (laughs) Yeah (laughs) A festival about comedy
2: Yeah,
1: exactly Yeah, and we're, you know, we're going We're trying to go to Asia with it And maybe do some media Like videos, because right now it's mostly It's a live Live show, so um, You can't really see it online Yeah
0: well, oh, sorry. And like the unique thing, right, about disoriented comedy that I think we haven't mentioned is that you uh, are trying to um, do a lineup of uh, Asian-American, mostly female comedians. Is that correct? Right. Yeah. And what do you like? I guess I want to just ask a general question about how you feel like the progression of it's gone and like, are you still excited about it? I mean, you guys have been doing it for how many years now? Three years. We had our th- third year anniversary show at during the comedy
1: festival. Oh, that's right. Yeah, this past summer. So uh, yeah, it's been three years, and we've branched out. You know, um, it's become mostly female because one of our main co-producers now is D'Lo. Yeah. Yeah, and he, you know, and he, he's he identifies as a guy. Mm-hmm. Um. He is a man. And uh, so, it's mostly because of D-Load that we we changed. It, actually. <laughs>
0: um gotta make exceptions.
1: Yeah, I mean, sometimes we'll have like a black and yellow show. Disoriented oh, yeah. comedy presents the black and yellow show, where we will showcase our favorite black comedians and you know some of them will be males. Um, yeah, and our favorite Asian comedians, and you know, very cool. Yeah.
0: Well, let's let's take it back a little bit. Um let's take it back to how you even came to the states and and talk talk me through that. Well, I, oh, I,
1: we're going way back. Going, <laughs> way back. So, you yeah. came out of a
2: womb. We're back talking in the 80s. Time. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, well, I um I was born in Taiwan and then I grew up in Japan. And I moved to the states when I was 10 with my mom and grandma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I read a lot of jokes based on that time, you know. Because Wait,
0: can we hear some of your set? Is yeah, that possible?
1: Yeah, totally. Um,
0: Sorry, we're now asking you to perform on. TV.
1: No, no, no. Uh, well, I mean, it's how I tell, like, a lot of past experiences, you know, that I've finally gotten over. So uh, joke form is, you know, the best way I think Tragedy I can tell. Tragedy plus time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, I used, to, I used to tell this joke where, you know, I said, you know, where I read diary entries from that time when I first got
0: here. Are and, they real diary entries or is it just a, a prop? Yeah,
1: diary entries that I tweaked, you know, di- from when I was in the third grade. That's amazing. And when I first came, I moved. we moved to L.A., um, and uh, I would read to the audience, you know, I would say, oh, okay, entry number one, dear diary, um, my grandma my grandma says we're taking a two month vacation in the States, you know? Um, and what, what is it? Oh, it's, it's, it goes, it goes something like entry number one, dear diary. Um, I just came to the States for a two month vacation. You know, my grandma and my mom brought me, um, I'm not sure if I like it yet. All the, all my classmates call me Stacy. (laughs) I don't know why
0: (laughs) what's going on that's so awesome
1: (laughs) and then then it's entry number two dear diary it's been seven months now still not crazy about it here I hope this you know I hope I get to go back home soon love (laughs) Stacy entry number three dear diary I'm 18 now I don't think I'll be going home anytime soon, and so that, thats the whole thing—is that yeah. like, you know, we overstayed our visa, and, uh, you know, like, before I knew it, I, w- I had been here for years and years and years. So we were we were illegal here. Uh, we were here illegally, undocumented, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. I'll. I won't
0: tell Jeb Bush.
1: Yeah. I'll, I'll keep mean, the Republicans like, away from you. Okay. I, I I don't think that they're really worrying about, you know
0: <laughs> That's
2: <true>.
1: Japanese people <laughs> Overstaying Just for the some Chinese. reason. And
0: the
2: Mexicans won Well
1: I'm a citizen now, That was
2: a long process. So yeah. Stacy was your alias. No. <laughs> Stacy
1: Stacey is what I went by when I was trying not to be caught because it, you know, cause I obviously look
0: like a Stacy. I, you know, that was the first thought that I had when I first met you. I was like, oh yeah, Stacy. It was Asuka? I don't know who that is.
1: Yeah, you were like shocked. Yeah, you were like what? <laughs> Atsuko? That's weird.
0: Yeah. a heard face of that like name. that. <laughs> yeah, the Taiwanese good-looking face. It's obviously a Stacy.
1: <laughs> it was a name given to me by my, my teacher. Oh. Stacy, yeah.
2: Because she felt like your real name was too difficult her.
1: Yeah, she thought it was too hard. She, mm-hmm. she at one point started taping over my name, <gasps> Stacy. Like oh, all my wow. assignments and stuff. Oh
2: my gosh.
1: And, uh, you know. And I joked that I, when I went home and asked my grandma about it. My grandma was like, oh, um, that's called racism. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Did she like live straight up to say that? Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah.
1: She's I mean, my grandma's a very intelligent woman. She's the one that's she she she, you know, took care of me. What is it? She raised me.
0: Sorry, Uh I'm still learning the language. (laughs) It's okay. 18 years later, it's cool. (laughs) 18 years later. I'm still learning as well. Um, Yeah, tell us a little bit about your grandma.
1: My grandma is a super woman. She is, you know, they didn't tell me that we were going to stay here, which was a bummer, but, you know, my grandma, every decision she makes, you know, and I was so touched listening to, you know, April's story about, mom because Mm. it's so true and um how you know I mean I I knew when when you said moms as a topic it was gonna be like sort of emotional (laughs) and I'm feeling nostalgic already you know yeah like racking through my brain for stories and but um yeah my grandma my grandma raised me um and uh you know, she moved us here because my mom at the time in Japan was showing uh, really, really bad episodes of, you know, she was just having a really bad hallucinations. She was getting suicidal mm. and, uh, you know, threatening to commit suicide in front of us. You know, she would have like a kitchen knife late at night and I'd hear yelling and I'd go out to the kitchen to see my mom with a knife up on her, you know, uh, on her wrist, like a kitchen knife, mm-hmm. and, you know, so it was really intense, and, um, and then all of a sudden, my grandma had planned for this vacation to come here, thinking, oh, maybe my mom just needed to be away from Japan, you know, mm-hmm. there's just a lot of traumatic memories in Japan from my mom, so that's where, you know, she got divorced from my dad, and this and that, so, mm-hmm. um... Yeah, so, you know, even though she didn't tell me that we were going to come here forever, she meant uh, good, you know, and she always does things like that for me.
0: Yeah. Um, did she, did your mom know that it was not a vacation?
1: Yeah, my, I think my mom knew. Uh, okay. Yeah, I never really talked to
2: her about it. Okay. Yeah. When did- and this is, the, this is the subject of your documentary? Your mom, my mom and grandma. Your mom and grandma.
1: Yeah, cause I didn't think I could make a documentary about, about my mom without my grandma right mm. there. You know, my grandma is her, my mom's caretaker. Uh huh. Still, they live together, and you know, my grandma makes sure she takes her medicine on time. She cooks for her. She goes out to buy groceries. My grandmother doesn't drive. You know, she barely speaks English, but she's always on a bus somewhere. <laughs> To come see me or to go get whatever you know
0: where do they live
1: they live in arcadia <laughs> oh yeah. shut it yeah and and full house is actually where um uh, i took my boyfriend to you know have dinner with them for like the second time uh-huh. yeah
0: oh wow, wow. that's momentous full house is a place of momentous things exactly Oh.
1: It's so good. We got set in the back too, but I'm glad my <laughs> white boyfriend <for>
2: that. <laughs> it's,
0: it's okay if you're racist against white people, <laughs> but not <it's> us. <laughs> wow.
2: Well, Don't yeah. you? Doesn't that happen sometimes where there's like when there's a restaurant and then there's kind of like that extra room? Yeah. And then when I'm seated in there, I always look around to see who else it is. And it's always like minorities. <laughs> really? Or like if it's mostly like an Asian place and it's like, You know not Asian minorities Or like white people And like whoever is like the outsider Andy and I went to uh, My best friend and I went to Seattle many years ago and it was just kind of like this sports bar slash restaurant. And then there's that weird extra room. <laughs> but like the decor is all different. It's like this yeah. crazy, like, f- you know, f- whatever From sports bar. And it's then there's true. like a Coco's room. Yeah. And then we're all like black people, Asian people. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so weird. Minority room. I never <laughs> thought
1: about that. Yeah. They claim it to be like the banquet room or whatever. Right. Yeah.
2: But it's really just we like. We know what's going on. Sticking every all the and wants and wanted yeah people. and
1: for some reason the carts only come like yeah, every exactly. 15 minutes you know
2: and all the good stuff's already taken yeah
1: I'm like uh, no I already said no to <laughs> sweets I'm sorry are you already trying to get me out of here dessert already <laughs> I know stop pushing Push me out I'm like, I'm like Ryan go sit on a, at another little table maybe, maybe that's my boyfriend's name maybe we'll get some service
0: you know no I'm sorry. Well, t- tell us tell us how you even started making the documentary. Like, cause I mean, obviously it always just starts with like an idea and then, and then you have to go out and do it. And I think the going out and doing it is the hard part. Yeah. And then the editing is the worst part. But, um, t- tell me even like just where the conception came from.
1: Well, you know, um, I'd been around them all my life, (laughs) and so, you know, they've just been around, and Mm -hmm. not just been around, I mean, they're more than that, but um, they've always, you know, when they're arguing or something, my mom and grandma argue a lot, you know, they argue a lot, Uh, and uh, when they do, sometimes it's so harsh that after the fact, when I'm retelling it, it's really funny, (laughs) You know, it's really funny. I'm like, and then my grandma said to my mom, you know, well, don't sit on that side of the bus. Uh, No, whoever's sitting on that side of the bus, you know, better watch out because it's going to tip over. Because my mom's (laughs) really heavy. Uh She's a heavy set. And, you know, she'd say things like that that's so harsh at the moment. But when I'm retelling it, I'm like, that was pretty funny. (laughs) You know, how dare she say that? But, you know, or my mom will be like, oh, oh, you know, chicken again this is all we eat chicken 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 that's all you can cook you know uh-huh. when in reality it's like well my grandma cooks for you right you be appreciative, <laughs> but like, she's bossing my grandma around there they remind me of like a you know modern um, uh what is it
0: not modern family right the duo
1: hardy oh laurel and hardy laurel and hardy yeah. i to forget, forget even physicality wise you know oh. my grandma's really thin my mom's really heavy um When's the
0: funny man was the straight man yeah exactly
1: <laughs> they're always like you know bickering go, bickering going around town doing things that <laughs> you wouldn't normally think you know this tell us, would do
0: tell us the story
1: just go to like, going to like Pinkberry, like this 80 year old woman <laughs> and a 60 year old woman together, going to KFC. That's like their favorite place to eat. That's amazing. You know? And <laughs> they go to KFC so much, but. Uh, every time they go in there they act like it's their first time they're like ah, uh, so they like look at the menu and they're like um I think I'll get the, the I'm like the number one grandma We always get the number one but they're always like um how about the number one and I'm like yeah what you get every other day With, um, um, maybe today I'll go with, no, I'll do the coleslaw, you know, and it's like always the same thing. And I find it funny. They do the same shit every day. They count money, you know, on their bed. So these things, I was like, oh, it's, you know, maybe I'll just film them. Maybe I'll just walk around with them, you know, because this dynamic is, um, one that I think could be relatable for a lot of people, Mm -hmm. you know, um, There's so many duos in our lives, you know, whether Mm. it's our parents um, or, you know, a lot of duos that are sort of stuck hanging out with each other because Mm -hmm. of circumstances. My mom and grandma are stuck hanging out with each other. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: If they could, they would hang out with anyone else. (laughs) (laughs) But they're stuck because my mom needs my grandma and my grandma feels like she has to stick around for her daughter. Right. You know, um... But uh, so that's why, because I thought it was funny. And that's why I started following them around. And it became a little more complex than that.
2: How did they react when you sort of pitched that idea to them?
1: They're fine. You know, they're like, sure, us like why us they, they're like go film a tree that's more interesting <laughs> they're like go to the market you'll find someone funnier you know and I'm like no you guys are really interesting and have this story that I a lot of people you know especially in Arcadia <laughs> probably have this you know um them two on a bus to go to Glendale or something you know they're people that are ignored on a bus full of people and I'm always looking at people like you know in the streets this like lone man with a cane walking really slow crossing the street like I wonder what his story is Mm -hmm. but and people never wonder story like what these kinds of people in the peripheral in the society what their stories are and I was like I think it's time people get to see what you guys do even if it's the same things every day Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. um and uh they don't know technology that well so I think it wasn't as intimidating for them Mm -hmm. because sometimes they'll be like is the camera on (laughs) (laughs) and I'll be like yeah but then they would forget because...
0: it's <laughs> just like, whatever. Yeah. It's just another piece of technology. Yeah. <laughs> Except that you're behind it and you're f- pointing it at them.
1: Right. But sometimes... But then I'm constantly there when I hang out with them. Now I just have this... I didn't get a huge camera. I used like a regular camcorder, actually. So it was a little more like... Uh, home footage type, mm-hmm. you know, aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a small camera, so it wasn't like intimidating with this, you know. Mm-hmm. I, w- I didn't have it rested on my shoulder all the time, or right. I didn't have a boom in their face, you know. Mm-hmm. I used in camera uh, mic. So,
0: wow. Yeah. No, that sounds. I mean, like, and because it's such a like a one person project, it sounds like it could have gotten pretty arduous, or or was it like. Did they keep it simple for you, and it was like more like like I'm just gonna show up with a camera, see what happens, and and go from there. And you mentioned it did it get more complex.
1: Yeah, you know, just because that's that's just the nature of people, right? They're arguing and arguing, and you're like, this is silly, and then it gets serious, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, things like that. And then while I was filming, like you know, things would come up, like oh, my grandma needs to go to therapy because her tendons are now gone and Mm. so in her knees and so you know uh, she needs to go to therapy or something like that and then so that I would let that drive I would let their life drive the narrative Um, yeah yeah, with whatever you know was happening in their life Um, did I answer the question what was the question (laughs) (laughs) well like just
0: was it Oh, arduous.
1: Yeah. Was I it... think it's because I don't know what that word means. Oh, <laughs> was it <laughs> really
0: Yeah, Difficult. difficult. Like, because I think for me, like the way that I set mine up was mm-hmm. like, you know, sit down, interview and then right. do some follows and stuff like that. But yeah. having to travel got really rough. And like the amount of time to make a documentary to just just sheer shooting and documenting and trying to figure out like, well, what's happening what's the story and like letting things unfold. Were there any, like, were there any moments where you wanted them to talk directly to the camera or to you, or did you like talk to them and ask them questions while you were filming or was it, were you completely silent? I guess I'm, I'm wondering what the, the relationship you had with them was. Yeah. As just you, the filmmaker and your, you know, granddaughter, daughter
1: yeah that was an interesting part because in the beginning, I was trying to be behind so behind the camera that I was trying to make it observational, mm-hmm. you know, which, which is stupid because I'm obviously there, mm-hmm. and they want to talk to me. <laughs> and I do talk to them when I'm there, usually, right. as, a, as odds go visiting, you know, And for me to have thought maybe I could just make it about these two. Um, And it's just a camera silently watching them, you know. Uh, So there is a lot of parts in the documentary where it's sort of like that. But then after they would have an argument or during an argument, they would look at the camera, you know, Uh and acknowledge me. And my mom would smile embarrassingly or something. Mm -hmm. Um, I kept those parts because I was like, yeah, I'm there. (laughs) Yeah. she should acknowledge me. And then and then I towards the end of the film I put myself in front of the camera too. Um and sit with them and talk to them and mm-hmm. um there's a, a couple parts where you see me in the mirror and I keep those too just so that. I mean, we're a trio, you know. Yeah. It's not just a duo and a person on the sideline. It's the three of us come together. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: when do you think you had that realization like at, at what point in the the filming did you go wait a second I yeah i should be kind of <laughs> kind of present because i had that moment too where i was like oh no
1: yeah 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 right because they're you know they're talking heads too they're answering questions to somebody mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that asked it um yeah i mean i showed it to a few people and they were like how come Like, what's your relationship with them? (laughs) Um. We see them, we see their relationship with each other, but we don't know who they are. I mean, the film starts and it's these two, like, old Chinese ladies yelling at each other or counting money. It starts out with them counting money. And then they get in an argument about not counting the money right. And people are like, who are these people? And what's their relationship? They know that Who is their relationship? What's their relation with each other is like easily answered because my mom says, mom, whatever. Mm. But, you know, who are they to me, the person with the camera? So, yeah. I'm sorry, this is, I'm rambling. No,
2: it's okay. No, 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 you were just answering the question. Do you, so does your mom's schizophrenia play a part in the, like, do you talk about that or do they talk about that explicitly? Or is that something that you don't address, or is it...
1: It's just uh, implied that... I mean, she ha- she takes medication in it, oh, right. and we are uh, they are at her psych... Uh, psych... Psych... Not psychologist. What is it? Psychiatrist. psychiatrist. Psychiatrist, yeah. They're at the psychiatrist in one part of the documentary Mm. and my mom talks about hearing voices Mm -hmm. but it's never said that what she has just because I didn't want that to be the focus I wanted it like uh more just the process of living with it Mm, just um I wanted to just show her life as a case yeah Yeah. on its own Mm -hmm. and um schizophrenia or not Mm -hmm. the having to go to the doctors having to get medicine how do you pay for it right having to take the bus to go Mm. which is
2: relatable to so many people
1: right instead of just being like schizophrenia which not everybody could maybe relate with Mm -hmm. they could learn about it but i wanted it to be like this is your mom this is your grandma this is you know
2: everybody can see their their relatives in that yeah For sure. I'm curious, um, you talked
0: about (coughs) um, people wondering about your relationship, you know, with these two, these two women on screen. And I'm curious if something changed in the process of filming, like, or has your relationship with them stayed the same? You know, Mm. you know, like, yeah, like a before and after.
1: Yeah. I mean, what was strange was I was really enjoying the filming process. And I was really enjoying that it was strange it's almost like because the like anytime I want an excuse I, I talked about it at the storytelling show last time anytime I want an excuse to like tackle a conflict or some kind of um fear that I have which is you know maybe hanging out all the time with my mom and grandma because you know it's a pain to mm-hmm. all hang out with your family <laughs> all the time mm-hmm. um, uh, I when I Anytime I feel that with people, I, uh, bringing a camera is an excuse to hang out with them. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> I found myself really having fun watching them through a camera. It was strange. And then at the same time, physically hanging out with them. Sure. Um, even if I'm not hanging out with them normally. It's almost like they kind of behave, too, with the camera there, <laughs> oh. you know?
2: A little bit, not that much, um, do you, when you were filming them, did you... Because when you're with them, you're just hanging out with them and you're thinking of things as just you. Uh-huh. But when you're filming them, do you kind of think, like, like take a step back and go... Seeing seeing their interactions through, like, a stranger's eyes. Uh-huh. You know, like, do you go, I wonder how people would see this interaction? Or, I mean, I guess that's the reason that you filmed the entire thing, you know, sort of yeah, putting it out there for other people to to see
1: yeah i mean i mostly you know kept parts and followed parts that i found were poignant or funny or interesting yeah um i honestly when i when i was done i didn't know how it would be received by people i haven't really like submitted it out i mean it played in boston and then at red cat in downtown Mm -hmm. oh cool um And uh, people usually think of it as a comedy, which is weird.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, weird. What is it called?
1: In waiting. In waiting. Yeah. It's like in waiting to be a caretaker because it becomes a, uh, you know, at the end I talk about, uh, my grandma talks about how, uh, like, you know, when my grandma passes, I'm going to be the caretaker, Mm. you know, for my mom. So it's like I'm a caretaker in waiting, or I'm a daughter in waiting. They're always waiting for something, waiting for the bus, waiting for, you know, the medicine to come, sure. waiting for me to come home. <laughs> you know, so yeah, that's why I call it that. Yeah.
0: Wow. No, that's really cool. I guess <clears throat> when um when you when you said that it's weird that people find it a comedy um you had talked about their interactions being funny and i yeah. i am just going to take a quick side route cuz it's 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 funny what people consider comedy is that i said that weird <laughs> it's funny what people consider comedy <laughs> but you know like it it's it was funny to you but it's yeah. also something that you wanted it to be received in a certain way and you don't know how you want it to be received until until you are confronted with other other ideas about what your film is. At least that's that's been my experience. Yeah, you know, and I, I'm curious. Like, you talked about it. Um, these people, you know, like, and I say these people, but they're like your grandma, and your mom, and you. Like, all of you are in waiting. And I'm I'm curious, what, what kind of reception? How do you want people to, kind of, I guess, either take something away from the film, or, yeah. or do you do you, do you have less like, le- like different goals, I guess, in showing the film?
1: I think no. All I wanted to do was just highlight these, uh, you know, my favorite two people, um, their 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 story. So, I mean, however it's received is fine to me. Um, if it could. Make people think of, like, someone they know, appreciate someone they know that it reminds them of, or two people that they know that it reminds them of, or, or if they could just see, uh, you know, a case of two Taiwanese people living together. <laughs> Whatever it is, honestly, it's fine. I mean, and I guess it it wasn't a surprise that, a, I mean, a lot of people laugh during it, mm. um, you know, and those are parts I still think are really funny too. So I guess I shouldn't have been, you know, surprised. I just thought that everyone would think it was a bummer or something, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but, uh.
0: Well, no, there's definitely your subjective experience. And then when it goes out in the world, right. And having to kind of, yeah, like, like I hear things like, Oh man, the dads in your film are such villains. And I'm like, no, they're not.
2: <laughs> they were
0: brave for being on camera. And yeah. it's like you know, like people's subjective, you know, right. experience or projecting or like
2: of Do course, a lot of people say that or like one or two? <sighs> I would say like half. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: I mean, and it's not necessarily stated, you know. Right. But I think um have has anybody Come up to you and said that same thing, where or that thing that um, you were just talking about. Like, wow, this really reminded me of someone. Have yeah. you gotten that uh, reaction as well?
1: Yeah, I mean, especially I think Asian, Asian audiences. Uh, you know, okay. Um, I haven't shown it to just an Asian audience, but uh, yeah, I mean, they're like, oh yeah, that's just like my, my mom or my grandma or my aunt. I have an aunt like that. Um, yeah, a lot of them end up really liking my grandma. Yeah.
0: Well, she sounds really resilient. I mean, would you say that... You you said that you're, they're your two favorite people in the world. And yeah. has it always been that way? I'm kind of curious.
1: No. no. <laughs> know, as a kid, you want it to be anybody else, <laughs> right? But your family. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know, or maybe not, maybe just maybe no. i'm just an asshole <laughs> as, a, as a kid i was like please let me just hang out with anybody else but you guys please stop you guys yell at each other all the time i just want to anybody i was grabbing just trying to grab a hold grab a hold of whoever would hang out with me mm-hmm. um yeah and
0: you let them call you stacy I let them call. I, who, uh,
1: yeah, little did I know they were my worst enemies.
0: <laughs> well, that's that's just uh, racism, honey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they wouldn't. They would always make me go hide during hide and seek. I'd always be it for
2: tag. I would always be the goose <laughs> or was, duck, duck goose. Yeah, I was always the fucking
1: oh, goose. Sorry, we can't cuss. I would <laughs> no, always you be the goose. I can't even. I was always. What is it that? the cashier from monopoly <laughs>
2: the banker
0: <laughs> wow that's deep hatred right there. some people volunteer obviously because they're they're
2: in charge of the money
0: yeah they want to be in charge of everything it's um, a lot of
2: responsibility to be the banker
0: yeah that's why i never do it the banker that's what
2: it's called i also don't play monopoly to be anymore. the banker in monopoly is like to be the cook in korean barbecue
1: yeah it's like a whole
2: different experience
0: because you can eat a little bit while you're doing it oh yeah right you just like get the you put the nice pieces aside for yourself (laughs) so now everybody knows my secrets (laughs) i'm like really worried right now i
1: wouldn't mind being the banker if it was real cash and i could actually be around cash all the
0: time that's my dream i know just like like, uh, just swimming in, in piles of money. Yeah.
1: Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and maybe, like, a few bills accidentally get
0: stuck in my pocket. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't mind that. Bras tends to be a little sticky. <laughs> totally get it. Um, uh, I, well, I, I, and the reason I guess I asked the question is because I think there's a turning point for all of us where suddenly our parents are, you know, like you know, there's a turning point either, either they were your heroes and then they're not, or they become, you know, like people that you really are despise or uncomfortable with. And then, and then, you know, you come to grow to love them. And I think that happens.
2: I was actually, I was thinking about that recently because I, I always had so much strife, I think with my dad, whether or not, we ever actually talked about it, but it's always just been there, and I think it's because we're very similar, he and I. Mm. Um, but way past the age when I should have had those kinds of like, <laughs> like that kind of animosity toward a parent, you know. But just and then da, da, da. and so like, I always would be so like, I don't understand him, you know. Yeah. And think of the things that he says, and sometimes I feel like, like I've I've said it before in the podcast, like, like weird dad theories you know where <laughs> I don't ever talk to my dad and then suddenly like you know one day he'll tell me some weird ass partly racist theory about something I'm just like what but and I think I always thought that was such a, a weird and like I couldn't understand it and wherever he was coming from I didn't get it you know and mm-hmm. I'm just like Ugh, my dad but getting older and I think maybe it's like a genetic thing or something or maybe just people, but I feel like I'm settling into like awkwardness or hmm. like animosity. not with my, not awkwardness with my father. I'm just mm. like awkwardness in my life. Mm. Like, around new people or even people I've known for a while. Sometimes I'll just say something weird. Like I wanted to say something relatable, (laughs) but what comes out is just kind of weird. Mm. And like people who know me really well, like, you know, they're, they totally get it. But then people who maybe don't know me that well are kind of just like, Oh, and then of course I'll obsess about it for like a week. And then I, and then I was thinking about it recently. I'm like, well, maybe that's like what my dad does. Maybe Mm. he's trying to say something.
0: That's relatable
2: and trying to like form, you know, some kind of conversation with me, but like yeah. just is not able to do it for whatever reason. And then I was just starting to feel a lot more like empathy, I guess, like something that I have to experience first before I actually, you know, appreciate it when it happens with somebody else. But I guess I, I brought that up because you were talking about like turning points and how we see our relatives or something like that
0: yeah no i think <laughs> finding empathy with our parents is like really difficult like
2: because that awkwardness for me when it happens is so painful mm-hmm. and i'm like why can't i just be normal easy breezy like everybody else <laughs> seems to be why do i have to be this weird awkward one who like gets way too serious too fast but i didn't mean to be serious i meant to be tell a joke when in a serious way and people who know me know to laugh but people yeah. who don't are like looking me looking at me very concerned you know oh crap <laughs> is
0: that what keeps you up at night
2: <laughs> it is what keeps me up at <laughs> oh, night shoot. well april awkward's in
1: so i don't know <laughs> yeah.
2: Adorable. it is yeah, but n- new girl in like the real time you know when it's not like a Oh. A sitcom but in real time when yeah. you say something and then they look at you weird like yeah. that sucks <laughs> no,
1: that's why I'm like, stop making these series about how these awkward people who are, you know, who's just like Zoe Deschanel, who's a beautiful, stunning person. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who yeah. oh, she can't fit in. It's like, give me a break. Stop making awkward look so cool because yeah. people are going to try it in real life and right. realize it's just awkward. Yeah. <laughs> not cool. And people are like, oh my God, let's make a sitcom about you. No, because like you said, at the moment yeah. in real life. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: You're like, oh, no, take it back. Take it
2: back. <laughs> and then I have to go sit down and be like, oh, I wish I could have done that differently. But this is just me. This is what I've settled into.
0: I definitely have moments where I'm just like by myself. And then I remember something. and I'm like, you dummy. <laughs> like I, I like get mad at myself. Like what? I, I can't even. Oh, man. There's just, I don't know. Things that I'll say, like I'll I'll replay them in my mind, especially with people who I think are more critical in my life. Yeah. Like, oh, why did I let that come out that way? You know, like there's a million other ways I could have answered that and it yeah. wasn't you know. But I think I think, yeah, that has to do with you know, like your own perception of yourself and like how you can come to terms with like all the the silly little slip ups that you have in your life. I don't know. I think I think in general like probably a lot of us are just hard on ourselves, you know? Yeah. It's just hard to be like, you know what? That's going to be okay. Like, um, okay, so here's here's one that's kind of awkward for me, and I say it, and then when someone looked at me like I was a stupid person, I was like, oh, my gosh, I must be a villain. <laughs> like, but basically... A stupid villain? A stupid <laughs> villain. The worst kind. Because, like, evil genius villains are okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, th- they there's shows about them, you know, and right. they're allowed to, like... Mass murder people And were fascinated by that But um, Sorry Too dark Too fast um, <laughs> But You know I, I I We talked about moms And moms being kind of like Not as Like valued In mm-hmm. a way Like they're right. just not You know They're not They're not the ones That take the lead They're not The kids who like Are doted on um, But you know There's a definite sense That like They s- Submerse a lot of Their own personal needs and I one one quote um, that stands out to me is um, Jessica was saying that her mom was like a ghost to her in those times like growing up Mm. Jessica Jessica we she was it's in the hidden parts of my documentary Um, she's one of the characters who never um, got into the final cut Mm. but I had done Mm. a lot of work interviewing her Mm. and you know like you know she her relationship with her dad was so strong And then when she found out that her dad like was having an affair, like her, her, her perspective of him turned like turned so suddenly. And then she was confronted with her mom, you know, like being this, this victim of this thing, you know? And so when I asked her about her childhood memories with her dad, it was very, they were very vivid. But when she says, you know, when I think about my mom at that time, it was like she was a ghost. Mm. And I don't think I had that same perspective of my mom. Like she she actually like had, uh, you know, was a stay at home mom for a very long time until like junior high, high school. And, um, you know, and it was hard for her to go back into the workforce after that. But like she, you know, I I always think of my dad and I as having this like very intellectual, spiritual relationship where we're like constantly talking about these and things and dialoguing about like the larger cultural, social things. And then, you know, when I think about my mom, like, you know, like she's the one who was like disciplining us at home and wouldn't let us d- watch cartoons until we did our homework, you know, like yeah. from those times. But then, you know, like what, you know, like they were like little, it's almost like, like if you rewatch a movie, and you see all the signs that point to something, like foreshadowing something. Yeah. Where someone would tell me, like, you know, your mom's like a really smart person, blah, 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 blah. And it wasn't until like she was getting her PhD, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, like she's this very accomplished person. And, I, you know, like, and that to me is very embarrassing, like to not, you know, like it's a, it's mm. an internal, like going, well, Vanessa, you kind of suck, you know, but, I, you know, like I'm not necessarily, I don't, I don't know if I can necessarily blame myself now or, or, or be like, Oh, well, there was no way I was going to know that. But I think it's nice that I finally get to see different aspects, you know, of my mom or my parents, you know, like there's just different things that, you know, upon closer inspection, you know, you get to learn and, and to have those turning points. So, I mean, one time I said that to someone, it was, it was sometime, I had just graduated and I was like interning at this place and the girl looked at me, and she's just like, she's just like empowered, like queer, you know, like lesbian, and then like, like she's really cool. But she looked at me like I was an idiot.
2: Mm-hmm. What did you, what happened? Like I, I was something? explaining to
0: her where it having this turning point. Like, you know what, my mom is like this different person that I didn't realize she was. Right.
2: Uh-huh. Specifically
0: that she was really smart and really like, you know, like accomplished and things like that. And then, but she looked at me like, you know, like like, well, obviously, uh-huh. and it's kind of like, no, like not obviously. Like there's just this, like, I think, you know, they are this, you have this picture of them in your yeah. mind and then, and then you have to almost like rebuild it as you keep going and keep growing up. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyways, that's, that's what I was, I was trying to relate back to your feelings of like, wait, you know, like I'm, I'm able to have empathy with my dad and I'm able to like change and, and I think... Sorry, and back to the awkwardness, too. Okay. Just, sorry, that's, that's where I was going, was, like, you know, like, I can have these realizations, but, like, you know, like, it's still awkward because, you know, like, your parents to you will be very specific people, and yet they'll look, like, very different to outsiders. Yeah. I mean, I, I talk about this a lot. Mm. Like, how do you relate to your, you know, like, your elders now that you're a grown-up yourself? Mm-hmm. You know, like... I'm still trying to navigate that, like with my whole family, like my whole family is like here and just, you know, like we're trying to figure it out because we're like one big riotous family. And um, it's nice because I have nieces and like everybody focuses their attention on my nieces now. Yeah, sure. you know? <laughs> but like, you know, at the same time, it's like, yeah, we, we I talk about it a lot with my cousin, actually, like sometimes like she'll come here like after work and we'll just sit. And, you know, have a beer and we'll just talk about our family and, like, the things that we like about our family and the things that we wish were different. Hey, listeners, if you like what you've heard so far on this podcast, check out episode 106 called Heroes. Here's a quick excerpt.
2: In a lot of ways, like, the themes of sacrificing things that you want for for the greater good mm-hmm. you know and I think that's definitely something that both my parents are familiar with I love to hear these stories from both you and Vanessa because it's very authentic I don't know if that's a good word or not sure, let's it's very go with that. genuine I guess and very real and I think that you know today everyone tries to package everything to look so good, you know, Mm. like in our lives, like on social media and stuff like that, everything is like packaged just in a certain way. And if it's kind of silly and quirky, it's supposed to be perceived as silly and quirky. And so look at me, you know, Mm -hmm. but when it's just like, like in your documentary, like you're just showing something, you know, and you're like, this is just it. I'm not changing anything. This is just how it is. And take from it what you will, because this is what I... I love, you know, I think Mm -hmm. that I really, really, really enjoy that. And I really want to see your documentary now that I've been hearing all about it. Yeah. Um, We're
0: in waiting for your doc.
2: But (laughs) yeah, like just the idea of like, you know, in this day and age when everything is captured, like how can we still capture something but have it be, have it feel real and not forced and not Mm. framed in a certain way that... We're trying to push our, you know, like, vision onto some, you know what I mean? Specifically specifically
0: one that's more positive, too. Right. Like, versus something that's more nuanced.
2: There's something so beautiful about just allowing complications to exist. Allowing flaws and ugliness along with the good, you know? There's something so real about that, rather than trying to, like you know be ironic about it or or whatever but just like letting it sit as it is yeah
0: (sighs) how how are we gonna do that do it right now oh shoot oh (laughs) shoot! we're
1: doing it no i'm just letting it be
0: right i mean part of what's beautiful about i think you know like the way that you tell stories is like there is this amount of sad and 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 the tragedy plus time factor because i remember your you're, uh, uh, I'm sorry. when I say you, I'm talking to Atsuko, Everybody, <laughs> uh, and, and just like the way that you're telling the story about trying to reunite with your sister. Mm-hmm. And there's so many parts of it that are like, Ugh, <laughs> my heart, it hurts, you know, but at the same time you have to laugh at some of it, like the absurdity or the other observations that you have throughout, you know? And I think, yeah, like that's like what life is, right? It's like we go through life and then, and this is why I like Inside Out.
2: Am I giving any spoilers? I just rewatched it.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, just the idea of like bringing in different emotions to um, our perceptions of things and trying to see something more nuanced. And I think I'm guilty of, um, of trying to fit it in. Because I have to have like a one sentence about something. Like I have to have a conclusion about it. Mm. Like, moms are blank. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Even, even if I think it's, like, a really cool, uh, like, statement. Like, you know, uh, April was saying, my mom is a lot of things. My mom is everything. Right. And, like, to think about that, you're just like, boom. Yeah. But what if she wanted to change that definition? And, like, to allow that to happen, you know, like, to ha- allow that process. Like, sometimes I forget to do that. Sometimes, <laughs> like... Uh, something has to be just it, like this is it, mm. so that I can like process it and move on, yeah. you know, and right and think deep thoughts about the next thing, yeah. But I mean, I guess related to that, um, is there a memory in any of your lives about you know your grandma or your mom's like that you saw it one way and then another, like or that an, an, or the, an
2: instance or a, mm-hmm. a characteristic,
0: yeah, like, like a specific. Um, Even just like a specific memory of them Like, oh, they cooked me this And I thought it was for this, but it was actually Because of that Do you know know what I'm saying? Does it make sense?
1: Yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) Can I tell a story that I want to tell To relate to the previous point? Okay if it doesn't have to do with my mom or my grandma. Well, then... Or either of my grandmas.
0: Then you have to... You you can't tell it ever. Because
2: I was thinking about the ideas of, like... Because the, how we see things is always changing, right? And, like, mm-hmm. not being able to... Or not trying to fit it, like you said, Vanessa, as, like, a certain thing to just, like, leave behind. Mm. But it's, like, a live thing and that that is constantly evolving and stuff. And so I, I'm always very weary of, like, the, the presentation of things. Like... Mm. Um, Like, of course, I always say Facebook because I'm constantly looking at other people's stuff. But like, (laughs) like whenever I because I have this video of I took a little video of my boyfriend and he was singing along in the car Mm because I thought that was really cute. And he's Mm -hmm. a good singer. And it was like the most Facebookable thing that I had ever like, you know, because he's singing like a a song from Newsies, and it's like he's just so serious <laughs> Not about just it, and, gets and it's at the nighttime, and like I I was like I'm so putting this on Facebook, and then the more I thought about it, and I was like oh I'll do it later, I'll do it later, I'll do it later, and then I was just like no, because he's more than just look at this uh-huh. packaged cute thing like he's like a person in my life who like Mm. you know like is cares about me so much and I'm not just going to put him out there Mm. to be like look at this cute little bow you know what I mean like that's yours yeah exactly Mm. like I don't want it to be like I own him and like I can just like put him out there or something like that Mm. so Mm. I don't know so Mm. I, I guess I'm always try to I'm, i guess i'm having a little clearer idea of how sort of like media you know and all its different forms works and and how can you interact with it in a way that you feel that you're respecting the subject of it i guess
0: mm. which is really hard a documentary
1: <laughs> no of course yeah yeah
0: i mean and you think the longer you stay with someone it's like gonna <laughs> be easier but it's not yeah
1: Yeah, I mean a big thing is like the acknowledgement of yourself too you know uh-huh. it helps with that a lot you know like me being vulnerable and in front of the camera too uh-huh. so it's not me with this like tool <clears throat> this ability to expose them but not me you know mm-hmm. and so a lot of that's really important I think Um, See, I mean, me and you differ because whenever I get, like, my grandma singing, (laughs) I'm like, I'm putting it on Instagram. And she she knows it, you know. I'm like, Grandma, I'm going to put this on Instagram or Vine. And she watches it before and she's like, that's really funny.
2: (laughs) She'll be like, I'm
1: really funny. I'm like, I know, Grandma. Everybody else thinks so, too. (laughs) See, four likes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, so far, Grandma. Someone commented, oh, shit. I'm, like, constantly up. <laughs> so it's a little different. I mean, you know, people hopefully know that uh, your boyfriend's not just some guy who sings in the car. Right. You know?
2: Yeah. No, and I love that. And it's, like, you know, it's fun for her. It's fun for you. You know, it's, like, a different way of interacting. and just kind of this added little thing in your life that you can kind of like share. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I don't know. Maybe I'm just feeling particularly like protective or something.
0: (laughs) Well, I I hear what you're saying. I, I think there's like two, there's two things and like, there's definitely like the, just like fun. Mm-hmm. And then there's people who like are purposely crafting an image of themselves. And mm. I think you want to try to avoid that. Right. right? Like, mm-hmm. and I think about that when I look at people's Facebooks, cause I, I was like, I was like, I was, I was telling my roommate, I was like, I think Facebook's making me depressed. And she's like, yeah, it's a proven thing. I was like, Oh, and I was going to go with all these <laughs> studies about like, you know, how, you know, your, your perceptions of others and comparing yourself to others, how, how much that can like really like, mess with your brain because these are very like mediated, you know, they choose, they mm-hmm. choose, you know? So, right. but yeah, I guess, I mean, and just, just to quickly bring it back, you know, like we don't get to choose family was that good? Was that a good tabling? Yeah, yeah. Did I do the... Are we trying to art? do the
1: mom's or thing?
0: Are we trying to do that right now? We could now? do that. We could do that. I think to- that was a really hard question, though.
2: Should because we all is- write an acrostics for mom? Yes. At the end of this, we'll, like,
0: make glitter popsicle projects yeah. for them. Yeah. Like, oh, man. I just... I mean, like, I asked the question not even knowing how I was going to answer it. It was one of those where I was like... Um, I'm just gonna throw it out there and then hope that they run with it and then and then it'll skip me. What was the
2: question again?
0: Like uh, like a specific memory oh. that you've had, you know, about your mom or grandma? Just like, and then you, when you were a kid or when you were younger, it was perceived one way, but now it's changed. I I have one of my mom. Um, <clears throat> I'd
1: uh, I'd written about this. Because, well, I guess it wasn't like after I was an adult, I realized that it took a few years. But yeah, Um, when I was uh, in the sixth grade, Mm -hmm. um, when I was in the sixth grade, so my mom also has epilepsy. So she can't actually take medication for her schizophrenia because the two medications cancel each other out. So she takes medicine for epilepsy because we thought, oh, seizures are more immediate. It you know it could kill her if she falls and hits something you know yeah. with her head. <clears throat> so she takes medication for seizures. Um, uh, but during that time, like her medication, they were still testing out what worked and what didn't. Right. They were still trying to give her medicine for schizophrenia, and so she was really unstable you know Mm. because they were trying so many different medications on her she was taking like 10 pills a day um so she would still get seizures once in a while and she had a uh so I came out of the so I heard I heard like a whole commotion you know I heard my uncle and aunt like rushing and yelling and then my grandma rushed out of you know our room because i we were living with my uncle and aunt and so i slowly got up and i was like oh god i hope it's not mom because it was always mom when we rushed you know Mm -hmm. to do to get something or if someone screamed in the house or somebody fell and so i ran out and then i saw that my and then my mom was on the ground near these steps concrete steps and then she um And they were, like, talking in Chinese. They were like, oh, she fell. She had a seizure. She hit her head on the concrete. God damn it, you know. And then my mom, uh, my mom turned, uh, turns to me. And I see that she has a big gash on her forehead, like a huge cut, you know, and she's bleeding. Her face is just blood covered. She looks like she's bleeding tears or tearing blood, (laughs) however you want to picture it. But, uh... So I saw her for a moment and then she turned away from me and then covered her face. Uh after a seizure she she's not really conscious, she's not really there. So um it's uh so she can't talk for a while. Oh. She's not really like
2: yeah,
0: lucid.
1: Right. Yeah. So but she the first thing she did after she looked at me, she covered her face and then looked away. And then, um, and then waved me off.
0: Mm.
1: And I was really bummed because I was like, you don't want me around. You know, she kept my uncle, my aunt, and my grandma uh, close to her. Mm. Uh, they helped her get her to the emergency room. But I was waved off like, mm. you can't be here. You know, don't come. And so my entire family went to the emergency room without me. I stayed at home by myself. They didn't come home. And so the next morning, I just got on the bus and went to school like I was supposed to. Mm -hmm. And then when I came home, you know, uh, my mom was still in the hospital. My grandma was still with her, you know. And at the time, I was just like, oh, you know. Little old me. Like, I, I never get included. I, I didn't get told we were not just coming here for a vacation. People always keep things from me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you know, now they're gone. Nobody called the landline to say, to give me updates on how everything is. My mom didn't want me there, you know. Mm-hmm. But then, like, years uh, passed, and then I was talking to my aunt about that day. And she was like, yeah, do you remember me saying to your mom, like, why are you turning away? Do you not want Atsuko to see your face? And my mom nodded. But I guess in the chaos, I didn't realize that, that my mom was turning away because she didn't want me to be traumatized. She didn't want me to see her bloody face and her huge cut. Mm -hmm. She didn't want me to worry and have to go to the hospital and my aunt said that when they were at the hospital she was and my mom was like I hope Atsuko still gets to go to class and she's not Mm -hmm. gonna not sleep all night and she was thinking about me you know even in a moment where she's not usually conscious for her to be able to turn away and cover her face so quick and wave me off um I was like, oh, the first thing on her mind was me. Not, yeah, it was me, you know. Mm-hmm. And so not like anything but
2: you. What? Any... Not like anything but you. Yeah, but exactly.
1: You. Which is what it felt like. But of course, I'm gonna make it about me. <laughs> and at the time, and be like, oh God, what am I? Not good enough to help? Not strong enough? I can help you up. Mm-hmm. I can call nine one one. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, so that's something, you know, because this whole time I realize I talk about my grandma a lot and how she's a superwoman, and I don't talk about my mom a lot because I don't actually have that many memories with her because... We don't talk to each other very much because she's constantly hearing voices in her head. It's hard to have a regular conversation with her, you know. Mm -hmm. She doesn't go out of the house. She doesn't have stories to tell because she's a vegetable. She literally is a vegetable that sits at home all day in Arcadia. You know, she's... um, She's too scared to leave the house. She hasn't showered in 10 years. There's just, like... It's just unfair, and... So, we, yeah, like, but that incident is a story that I remember very, very much about my mom, like, without saying anything. And with the very little physical motions, you know, she, she showed me that, like, what I, she showed me what I meant to her, you know, so that was cool. Yeah. Anyhow.
2: That's a really great story.
0: Yeah. I'm kind of, I think we should end now.
2: Just <laughs> should we don't. all
1: three, on the count of three say, moms are, and then <laughs> whatever word
0: comes out of all three of us.
2: <laughs> wow. Okay. I have nothing. We just have to think of the first thing. It's supposed to be spontaneous. <sighs> but we don't
1: tell each other, right? Yeah. We say it at we the, same, it time. At the oh, same time.
2: Oh, man.
0: All right, <laughs> okay. all right, let's
1: just do it.
2: Wait, wait. Okay. What? What? Okay. One. Man. Two, Two, three, three. pinatas. Moms are oh. <laughs> was,
0: oh, I did it wrong. Us, did we just, we just other was <laughs> like a high
2: five. Well, now I know what you, <laughs> well, what I'll you think, said. I'll think of a new one. I'll moms think new moms one.
0: are pinatas.
1: <laughs> now we want to know depressing. what you meant because me and Vanessa didn't say anything. I know we
0: we're, like, were just like everything stopped. Like it was like a break screeching moment.
1: Pinatas. <laughs> I thought we were saying moms are something. <laughs> Oh, okay. We'll try do Let's do it again. Again. okay Let's do it no, again Let's do no, it again I'll choose no, no, a no, different one. are and an then the word, right? Okay Okay
0: Is this like Did this become a game for you Where you have to guess What word you're trying to say? No, 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 no Okay, no. okay You just want to say Pingadas Okay
2: Okay Oh. Uh, Ready? Mm-hmm. Okay One, two, three. Moms, moms are, are everything. Oh, oh my
1: god. You guys you guys must
0: run a podcast. Anyway, so. I know, jeez what's with that connection? Each <laughs> other's so mind. I was gonna say awesome though, let's be real. Like I was gonna say moms are awesome and I was like, oh, that's so juvenile and then I really wanted to steal what you said, so <laughs> I just did. Yeah.
2: So you just totally did. Yeah, I just that's did. All right.
0: Okay. I should have said piñatas. I should have gone there. I didn't think too much about it. <laughs> but you said wonderful. So that wonderful was good. is pretty juvenile too. It's wow. very easy to go. <laughs> Not if that's how you really feel.
1: No, how it do you really feel?
0: Mom's are feel pretty I feel bad. Wonderful. I
1: haven't gotten my mom a present. And you were talking about it. I was like, God, damn! I'm going to do this thing where I go to culver city with you guys and then i'm gonna pick up something on the way <laughs> yeah. to she's gonna be like where'd you get this at the gas station <laughs> oh i feel terrible but because it's her birthday today yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. um well my mom's birthday is coming up i need to get something, yeah, do
0: something
2: about that. and it's a it's a actually a triple thing because it's my mom's birthday and my sister's birthday um a month before that so that's three birthdays
0: oh wow, your sisters right sisters oh sorry Mm -hmm. i didn't hear because i was like what do you mean one sister's birthday they're twins (laughs) (laughs) that worked that way (laughs) oh wow no um all right one thing i don't want to be too dramatic
2: no, go for it. All right, all right go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Go she ahead. hates when
0: I say something really dramatic because then we all have to share. No, it's not it's-
2: dramatic. I hate it when you rope me in to a church, <laughs> a church group confessional. Okay, <laughs> that's what I don't like.
0: I'm purposely far away from the mic so I can laugh really loud. (laughs) Um, Yeah, like last time I made her share like one thing that she like loved about our friendship. And she just got so... She still thinks about it, actually. Like before she goes to
2: bed, she's like, damn that Vanessa, damn her eyes. I put another pin in the (laughs)
0: The doll. (laughs) Well, it's not working because I feel fine. (laughs) It's (laughs) free. How about uh, birthday wishes for your mom? Oh Yep No yep. Come on No Alright Birthday wishes How about
2: you give birthday wishes to our mom What? <laughs> I, okay yeah put me on the spot how about, how about Telling a story about my mom For oh. her birthday
0: Hmm Well I think uh, One of the coolest things is always getting greeted by your mom's huge smile <laughs> And then I always like feel so welcome when she feeds me and it's like it's not just like oh she feeds me and it's like cool but it's like it feels like home it feels like family it feels like this is how my family relates to one another this is how you know my family wants to talk to each other and it doesn't have to be big words or gestures it just has to be like eat you know? I like mm-hmm.
2: that one time that you mean you and Eric were over at my house and my mom was cooking pork belly. Like mm-hmm. the long, you know, before you cut it up, the long pork belly. Mm-hmm. So she just does she just salts and mm-hmm. peppers both sides and then fries it's like very unhealthy. Fries it, you know, mm-hmm. and the the wok so that's like really thick, salty, peppery slab of pork belly and you just made a lot and you and eric kept on eating it <laughs> and we just didn't last we just ate all of it but i remember just the three of us each of us holding like a pork belly like a five inch long pork belly
1: just it <laughs> <laughs> was <is> so good
2: <laughs> i mean i remember your mom's soups.
0: i i just that's something that stands out to me when she makes soups Um, or we'd always joke about adobo, even though your mom didn't make it that much,
2: (laughs) but that's like the only
0: Filipino dish I know. So good. Um, birthday wish.
2: That's okay. That's fine. You gave your, your memories. Okay,
0: good. Cause I don't know. I'd have to say something really dramatic for Atsuko (laughs) just to like make up for the like non-dramatic of the other ones. (laughs) I don't know. I, you know what the first thing that came to mind and I think it might be a little unfair to all moms or grandmas, whoever, like, I just feel like I want, I wish for us to be happy and to pursue those things that, you know, are fulfilling and bring contentment and, uh, satisfaction in our lives. Because I think sometimes, it, and it's so cliche, but that's what, you know, makes our families happy is when they see us happy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I don't, it's weird because. You know, we are told not to spend our lives trying to make other people happy. Like, mm-hmm. you can't just bring other people happiness. You know, you can't be responsible for other people's happiness. There, you can bring people happiness, but you can't be responsible for their happiness. And I think that's a lot of what I, I like the undertone of some of the messages from my family because it's like, oh, they just, they just want to see you happy. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I have to do something that makes them happy. And that's not how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I had to share anything you know about like things that have changed i'm just i'm i'm trying to not just live myself live my life for myself or live it for my family but try to find like uh, a middle way Mm -hmm. where like i can do things and pursue things that make me happy but i can also think of my family's happiness along the way and what that means to be you know i don't have to be a filial daughter like a daughter who's so obedient or you know always does those things but you Mm -hmm. know to consider them in the, the bigger picture of what makes me happy maybe yeah. but those would be my birthday wishes for your parents to say, you guys are wow. happy <laughs> wow, you wow know.
1: vanessa uh,
0: yeah now no, go do it because i wished for it or else so No, I, much pressure i know right well that's the thing right it's like it's like oh i just want you to be happy And then that comes with its own, like, I just want you to be yourself. Well, what does that even mean? Yeah, I know. (laughs) But, you know, I don't know. Um, I I would like to talk a little bit. Sorry, we're going to make a huge transition. I just want to talk about what you're up to, like what you, um, if there's anything you would like to promote or put out there on our podcast. But also just talk about how funny your videos are for like a hot second. Like, your dance videos are awesome.
1: Oh, my God. Those old things? Oh. Oh, oh, oh.
0: Now you're trying to act all demure and, like, shy about it? Don't! Which dance videos? All of them. (laughs) All of them. She has these amazing, like, let's work out together, like, 80s style. Like, (laughs) aerobic exercise videos. (laughs) Those things. You recently talked about love hotels in Japan. Yeah. So, Atsuko has her own, like, YouTube channel where she puts up a lot of content. Um... Tragedy plus time, kind of comedy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can find me on. (laughs) (laughs) You can find me on on (laughs) Twitter.com (laughs) slash. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. So, um, well, what do we have? Okay. Well, my boyfriend and I actually, because my boyfriend's mom is also schizophrenic. What? I don't, <laughs> what? It just happened to be. I know. We didn't even know in, until like the third date or something. Wow. And then we had like crazy sex afterwards because we were like, we deserve it. <laughs> we like life's been hard. <laughs> we be bent.
0: So much pressure for that one.
2: Like, what? That's awesome. It's that not due all those pressure. years of hurt.
1: Yeah, we were like, well, I mean, shoot, we both <laughs> have a basic understanding of each other, right? Yeah. yeah. And so uh well initially, you know, so we've we've been having we've been uh doing a monthly show called Millie versus Vanilli. Uh it, it's a comedy show that ends in a lip sync battle. <laughs> we want it to be, you know, like your own style self-expression feral whatever you want to <laughs> you know what i mean and uh Amazing. we you know because it's like let it out because it's life is too hard this thing you know called life you know <laughs> and uh so you know we're trying to make it so that if the show makes enough revenue we could start donating it to various health the cent- uh, mental health centers mm. um like ryan you know goes to I'm like talking a lot about him. What if he doesn't want me, want people to know? But you know, he goes to. But I think it's a great. Uh, there's a. Uh, he goes to a free therapy like center in Echo Park. That's awesome. And I think you know, not enough people. <clears throat> a lot of people want therapy, but it's so mm-hmm. expensive. It's mm-hmm. like a hundred bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. So um, I think these programs are great. Where you do have to get on a long line long list you know maybe it takes half a year for you to get uh seen Mm -hmm. that you know once you're on once you get a therapist you get to go free every week
0: that's crazy
1: you know that's great a lot of people need that oh yeah um so i think you know yeah so we want to try to fund that but you know our our november show this won't even come out in this podcast this yeah. Um, maybe yeah. if
0: you, you talk about January, February <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's always the third Wednesday Okay Of every month awesome. <clears throat> um, And then Yeah, I mean What else?
0: What, what's making you happy right we now? We have
1: Disoriented every month too Storytelling show every third Fourth Wednesday Thursday, Fourth Thursday <laughs> What's making me happy right now? life is really great, you know, I feel really happy about being able to continuously tell jokes, you know, Mm -hmm. and uh, do that as actually a job now, Mm -hmm. you know. I walk dogs and stuff on the side too. Teach dance, I teach community college. We all work too hard. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) We do. Um, And then... uh, But, you know, it all makes me happy. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, moved in with my boyfriend. I'm here with you guys.
0: I'm happy you're here.
1: Yeah. Me too. No, you guys are amazing. I love this. I love this. It's great. This conversation type of conversation is very necessary, you know, because... We came from, you know, I feel like, if, especially for, like, Asian, you know, Asian-Americans, Asians, you know, to in our generation, at least we can start conversating now. Mm-hmm. Because, like, we came from a people who didn't conversate, and mm-hmm. so they were awkward. And <laughs> before There's that, that word again. You know, yeah, let's <laughs> let's use that word. But, like, and then their parents didn't really conversate about things, and before that. So it's just, like, they kept producing awkward people and enforcing them <laughs> to marry each other. And then... And then Breeding uh, more more awkwardness reading more awkwardness not being able to talk about feelings and real issues you know and so here we are and I think this is really wonderful what you guys put on because you know hopefully our you know uh offspring will have had you know (laughs) they won't stop talking oh what they won't stop talking (laughs) that's the other problem (laughs) I don't know well they I mean it seems nobody's talks to each other anymore yeah. still yeah that's
0: true it's worse with facebook right
1: <laughs> yeah I mean, well yeah i mean let's get back i was at a i was at a i'll end with this i'm like acting like it's a comedy show and i'll end <laughs> with this
2: I'll just, just rip it all over us let's go
1: no but um we were i was with my friend at uh, breakfast today and uh it said they had a sign that said we don't have wi-fi Talk to each other. Call your mom. <laughs> Pretend it's 1993. You know, and I was like, yeah, let, yeah, we can talk to each other. It's hard. We should call our mom. Oh my God.
0: Yeah. Maybe I <laughs> you know? Like it's 1993. Yeah. Do I have to? Do I have to speak like I was? Well, how old? Are you now? Ten. Ten. I'm oh, curious. <laughs>
1: probably that's a good place to start it's like you know redoing every year with your mom that you wish you could bring yeah bring all those joy back back. into yeah (laughs) for all the years we missed out on each other let's start with
0: 88 (laughs) (laughs) that was a good year (laughs) I was learning to dress myself. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Well, thank you again for coming all the way out to Culver City on your mom's birthday.
2: Thank you, Oh, yes. I hope that... Oh, yeah. Now you have to go all the way back to Arcadia.
1: Yeah. I'm going to go to Silver Lake, pick up my boyfriend first. Oh, it's not so late.
0: Oh, good. Wait. Can you take some food with you? (laughs) Oh, wait. That was recorded. (laughs) (laughs)
1: The food part?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Is that bad? Are you going to take some baby coconut with you?
1: I might take
0: something like that or or all the koala yummies no because then i'll be
1: like mom i got your present and i'm gonna present it as a
0: present <laughs>
1: well if, if, if ryan does it is it like more forgivable because <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. like a white guy he like doesn't yeah, know he's just retarded sorry i'm saying words i shouldn't but it's just like he's just not pc we'll put everything on him yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah. but he also has to sit in the next room
2: so
1: <laughs> sorry ryan when do we end april and her
0: <laughs> <laughs> and your mom Cause she's Latina
1: <laughs>
2: They're like
0: oh. oh Okay okay Really randomly Also At 99 Ranch The bag boys Talk to her in Spanish Further <laughs> cementing The fact that she's They think she's Latina That's like, awesome Even Oh my god People of You know <laughs> Latino origin <laughs> Think that she is One of them I wanna see a photo Of her after this Yes Absolutely yeah. If I can find one Yes, I have one. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for sticking around. Thank you. Let's go. Yes. Are Are we getting...
2: Do you want me to stop? Sure.